0: Down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This, this is, is the, the Jewel Position, Position Podcast, Podcast, hosted, hosted by, by Whisperer, Whisperer and Adrian Well, 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 with only three more sleeps until Teamless Tuesday, it feels like Christmas has come once again. There's been a plethora of changes since our last uh, position breakdown. I'm very, very worried about the news that's going to drop tonight, Ada, after I release this because we've had Schuster out, Katoa in, Hines out for two months, Hines out for a week. No one knows. There's just a plethora of of happenings. I finally locked in my team last night, mate, for pre-teamless Tuesday, and then we had this Hines debacle, and now we're sitting here looking at whether we're going to hold Hines or not, considering this calf injury. He is the first person that we're going to talk about today in our halfback and five 5.8 podcast. We're going to combine the two of those because halfback, it's pretty, pretty slim. But Nico Hines, like, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do, man. Yeah, it's
1: a conundrum, isn't it? Um, You know, he, he's worth 900K, so uh, you, you are... If it's one week, is is the only scenario? If he misses, say, round one, you, you'll probably start with him. You know, I think you've got no other choice because you're not going to go. So you're going to really regret if you went someone else like a Sam Walker. and Then you, yeah. you're not going to go trade him in round two. But if it's any more than that, um, I'm not going to be holding. It's 900k. Uh, but again, um, we're going to have Teamless Tuesday come up. Uh, the, the, I've had varying reports. It's one. It's three. It was two. We I think it's not the two months. Um, but if he's named on Tuesday, you're going
0: you're well, to go just, with it. I'm just pulling up the draw now. Fuck, they don't play until 7.35 on Saturday. Yeah. Um, In saying that Tanner Boyd and the Titans play the last game of the round, but like people that are going Harry Grant, I mean, he plays Thursday. So we're probably not going to know until 7.30 on the Friday when they do the 24-hour team sort of confirmation. I mean, even if he is named at 7 on Tuesday, I'm not fully confident well i'm not confident no but
1: um i'm i don't want to go into this season without heinz i think we've the little bits that we've seen of him in the preseason, it's he's like one of the absolute surety. I don't well, we don't like to say must have, but um, I, don't, I don't want to go into the season without him if I can help it. Uh, but again, I'm not going to play silly, and, and I'm not going to have if it's looking dicey. Um, there was a conundrum for us at the start of the season: do we go with Harry Grant or Hines? And and I think we answered that we would prefer Hines. A lot of us, um, you know, so maybe if it's looking dicey, you do just go the Harry. You know. I don't
0: know. Like, obviously, I'm I'm huge on Teague Wilton. Uh, put a post up on Ronaldo Maltaro. Obviously, keen on him as well. But I don't know if I can go both of them if Hines is out. That's a big portion of my squad. But we'll talk on him today. We'll talk on him as he's fit for round one. Um, he yeah. is, you know, the the top halfback. Do do you see him finishing as the top halfback again, or do you think he finishes at two? Uh,
1: I reckon it's going to be neck and neck. Probably him and um, Cleary. I, I think on total points, he'll win. Um, because obviously Cleary's a lock for origin and and Heinz is not a lock. Uh, And I actually probably am tipping when I'm having a look at their how they're going to line up. I don't reckon he will. Um, so you'll get more games in, um, but they are both supreme. I reckon that Cleary will probably finish top if, if I'm picking between the two of them.
0: Yeah, well, Nico Hines, 30% ownership. Uh, last year, average 86. Uh, this year, pegged him at 84. So very, very slight regression. It is always hard to back up an 86 uh, point affair, but you know if you can go 84, then then fantastic. I mean, buys in around 13 and around seventeen. That's what I'm having issue with with my team. So, obviously got a few Roosters, got a few Panthers, got a few Titans. And in my latest uh, edition of my team, I've got three Sharks as well. So, that means I'm going to have three Roosters out in round... the Three Panthers out in round three. Three Roosters out in round four. To three Titans, if you're including Campiera in round five. And then three Storm... Uh, three Sharks in round six. So, my depth is going definitely going to be tested in the first... Uh, six weeks, but yeah, in draft, you you've said he's a, a top two overall pick. Yeah, I, I, that's what I reckon. Um, you know, who who else are you going to
1: pick? You know, he's got a ceiling. He he he's got a pr- really good floor. Um, you know, comparing, I'm I'm going to uh, the Podmasters um, draft tonight, and the the. Heinz news has got me in a quandary whether because I, I would have absolutely picked him yeah, first.
0: You got one. Hines. You got the overall. You got the first pick in that, don't you? I got the first
1: pick. Yeah, so I would have grabbed. I mean, I'm probably still going to grab Heinz. I not I, I reckon because, I mean, although you could just grab Cleary because they're going to average the same, eh? And you, you've got someone right from round one. I could be none and none from three to start the season if I go with Heinz. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a quandary. But yeah, I think he's um I think he's one of the t- he's top of the pops, isn't he? Um, there's no there's no bad stuff about heinz uh to own every single person in Supercoach true series is going to want him uh, anybody in draft is going to have him right up the top of their hit list and 30 percent seems low i want to say oh. Yeah, I mean, it's the price tag, I guess. And I think that people are choosing, you know, they're going in there with one gun and they're choosing Cleary because he's actually 60K cheaper. He averaged 79 last year, you know, and was injured, had a whole, had a, you know, a really interrupted season, if you look at it, um, and probably think he's got a bit of grow room. Um, so, I mean, that's not too bad for Heinz. And now that this um, injury is there as well, I reckon that could see that ownership maybe drop a little bit as well. Just people who aren't game um, to do it. Or even if he's out for round one, they want to just grab an alternative and do other things in their teams and not risk it. Um, So, yeah, that is crazy low, I reckon, for him.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we'll definitely have to monitor that ownership over the next coming days. As I said, teamless Tuesday. I don't think it's going to give me any clarity. Um, I'm probably just going to have to risk it, and and look, if he's named, I'm probably just going to have to risk it and run with it, uh, and then hope for the best. And boy, I mean, it's handy because I think. Most people are probably going to VC Nathan Cleary against the Broncos, so that means you've got Hines on your bench, so it's much easier to take the, river, uh, the reserve tag off him if he you know, is ruled out round one, but definitely something to monitor. But a, a man that is not going to be out for round one, touch wood, because God, who <laughs> knows just, what's going to be happening. I'm, gonna,
1: that's, I'm having the year off if, if it happens. I'll tell you what.
0: It's Nathan Cleary, 841K, 52% ownership, so nearly double Nico Hines's ownership, and it's getting into... I'm not going to say antipod territory, but I have considered the idea of potentially not starting with him due to that round three buy, but it's just, it's very hard not to. 52% ownership, as we said. Last year, averaged 79.9. This year, I have him pegged at an 81. So two-point, you know, uptick there. You mentioned he had an interrupted year last year, very much so. Came back sort of slow for two weeks, but really hit his straps and, and looked fantastic. Uh, he's lost uh, kick out on the left-hand side, but I'm not seeing that's going to affect him too much. And you're going to have Brian Tottenham move back onto the left, um, by all reports. That's something that we also didn't mention, I don't think. Talon May, I don't think we've recorded since Talon May's been ruled out for the season as well. So more fun, fun news. Um, but yeah, Nathan Cleary, uh, top two. I mean, I don't have the number one overall pick in the Podmasters tonight, but I do have the number one overall pick in one of my home leagues, and I'm very tempted to not take either Cleary or Hines, but wow. yeah, I mean, Tommy Turbo wins your wins your titles, but um, yeah, if, look, if there's a captain, yeah, I mean, if,
1: if 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 we're playing captains, somebody like Tommy Turbo can go 200. Um, if it's a captains league, I would, but if it's not, um, we,
0: you know, weasel go with weasel territory. But no, look, in all honesty, like if you if you messaged me and said, hey, I've got the second overall pick in my draft, and I'm going to take Cleary, I'm obviously not going to be like, oh no, don't do that. 'cause he's a stud. And apart from Origin, he'll be there all year. I think he's a guy that, you know, really likes chasing those individual honors too. So he'll want to play for Dali M's and everything like that. I also don't think the Panthers will be as dominant this year. So Ivan Cleary might not have the luxury of resting all these main guys, you know, in those fifty-fifty calls. So I think Cleary's going to get big game time. Um pros, a lot. Cons not not a whole lot not much more to say really with Nathan Cleary i mean 52% ownership speaks for itself and when a guy is over 800k and owned by 50% of the league then it makes you know a whole lot of sense i've got no issues here the only reason why i wouldn't start with him is because of the round 3 buy and if i wanted to get really crazy in antipod but i don't think i have the balls for that
1: yeah, well, especially now with this cloud over Nico, it almost makes Cleary more of a must because we might do that risky strategy where we're waiting to see if Nico's going to play and we've got him on the bench. Um, so we're going to need a strong option in there and he is, you know, he's our guy.
0: You, you, um, you review a lot of teams. Have you... Look, I, know I get sent a lot of teams. I don't really review them, but I do get sent plenty. Have you seen a team without Cleary or Heinz? Because I feel like it's everyone's got one or the other.
1: I really have not. I think that um, most of the people that are sort of sending through, interested in, you know, critiquing their teams, know enough not to go in without one of those um, guns. And you, you save a, a, a whole packet of money. If you've got a Boyd or someone in, in your second spot, you save your 600K. Uh, so that's the usual combo I'm seeing. But I am seeing some, I'm seeing some Hines. I'm seeing some Cleary. And I think that um, if people are going one in that area, um
0: it's these one of these two guys being the anchor. Tanner Boyd with Brayden Trindle, and then and then you have Nathan Cleary, not, and then you have uh, Cam Murray, Dave Fafita, Hamal Olakua, just all, all in your two yeah, yeah. Harry Grant and, and Cook and yeah, yeah just um, both those Dick up top. Harry <laughs> and
1: Bell. yeah, you've got enough money. Tarpony
0: Tino up top, just <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> best team in the world if you leave those two out. Definitely. So, um, uh, no, look, I reckon Nathan's on for a huge year because you, we you are taking Appy out. We haven't loved what we saw in that World Club Challenge. They looked rudderless, didn't they? But you, he's such a um, creator. Um, I think that you'll see a lot more fall on. Yeah, he'll clubs.
0: he'll have to put them. He'll have to pop, pop, probably put the Panthers on his back a little bit more, and um, you'd expect some more touches. And I do think the Panthers will gel over time, but it's a big loss, and I think that um, it will come through. Uh, speaking of hookers that you know have now entered the club, uh, Mitch Moses has got a new nine. He has, uh,
1: hasn't hasn't got off to a roaring start either, Hodgson, as I predicted um, when we covered nines. Um, but Mitch Moses, Mitchy, he signed on with the old uh, Eels. The poor Tigers—they're like, oh, we didn't want him anyway. Nah, he bummed. As if you wouldn't. <laughs> Luke, have taken Luke, Luke Brooks all,
0: Luke Brooks all day. Hey, on that on the on the contract re-signing, obviously. Uh, I made a slight jab at Jeremiah Nanai once he signed that big bag and I got ripped apart. Um, yep. Do you think Mitch Moses is going to have a, a big regression with the, with the contract re-signing or you're not buying into that?
1: I'm not buying into that because people will be debating whether their window is closed for the premiership, um, but they're still open enough to still challenge for the title, I reckon. Um, and so these guys, Dillbags and, and Moses and Gutho, they're going to be up for this year. And uh, I reckon they're going to try to get themselves into another GF if they can. So I don't reckon anything's bad bad's going to happen with Mitch.
0: 4.4% ownership. Uh, we're in- entering pod territory. I think from memory, I don't have their draw in front of me, but I don't think it's fantastic for the first four or five weeks but I think I think from sort of round six to origin it really opens up so uh Mitch Moses you know the typical uh flat track bully I, 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 he could definitely be in my side say around six onwards if uh you know this calf injury is persistent with Hines
1: yeah well definitely if you want to have a look at a juicy you look at it you're looking at it, it's it's light and shade that opening first four five weeks I think is is awful and then from six onwards it looks like uh it's a, a kiss on the dick um, draw after that. So, look, um, I'm projecting Mitchy. He, he averaged 70 last year, so that's pretty much elite. Um, you know, you had to go Cleary and Hines, really, to go any better, haven't you? So he's, he, he's, he's been much criticized at times, Mitchy, because he's had a low one in, but a 70 average last year really showed that he turned the corner into one of those elite um, halves. I think he's in the best form of his career. Um, I'm projecting a little bit um, of a backward this year to 68, um, the buys are pretty good um, for for eels. He's in uh, round fourteen, round eighteen, round twenty seven. Uh, what have I said about drafts? He's probably going to go. I've been in a few drafts now, a couple of live ones, and and halfbacks are going so quickly. Are you taking I would...
0: Hughes or Moses in draft?
1: Uh, I reckon I'd probably take Moses. I, I would take Moses just with an eye to that. You know, really juicy draw yeah. um and i just i'm a bit iffy on the melbourne storm i know that hughes does better when paps isn't in there but i'm a bit iffy on them whereas what i saw of the Eels when all the players were on deck they they looked slick you know so i think um i'd probably take mitch personally but mitch. I, that, that's the next that's the next run in draft i was in a draft the other day and i think i ended up with luke brooks because all the good all the half decent half backs had got in the oh it was like it before the halfway point of round two.
0: Yeah, I had to... I think I had the... In in one draft last week, I had the eighth pick in the first round. Uh, Yeah. And I had to take Garrick, and I didn't love that. And then... I like basically had to reach for Hughes because there was like no halfbacks by the middle of the second. Yeah, um... well, by the time I'd got to it, because
1: I wanted to get a ceiling player. You, everyone always goes a ceiling player. That's why you've got these Manu's and all of them up there and Munster. Um, and I there was nothing in there. I was like, well, wh- where was I looking at? I was I was at like Sean Johnson, Ilias sort of levels, and I was like, I'll just skip it and just see what's left at the end of Dregs, but. <laughs> I think he'll probably go around two because people, it's a really hard position this year to find a quality one. Um, he's pros. He's got no early buy. the rounds. Oh, here it is. The round six to 11 is the tigers, the dogs, the Broncos, the Knights, the Titans, and the Raiders. So what's that six, um,
0: six weeks. He could, he could easily score 600 points in those six weeks. Yep. Yeah. Um, now he,
1: the cons for Mitchy, he does have really low ones in him. Um, he's got a low floor for a half and that's what you're not going to get from Cleary and Hines. Um, and, he, and and they've lost some really key players. We can't be... You know, they looked really good in the trial, I will say. It uh, looked like they hadn't really skipped much of a beat, had they? But um, they have lost some very key players. And you can't start the year with him because round one to five is the Storm, the Sharks,
0: Manly, Panthers, and the Chooks. Oh, Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's night and day. And I know that, that Hopgood is, is obviously a gun. I, I know that uh, Midori looks really good. And the other back rower who is skipping my mind... Cardi, right, Cardi, um, Merchie, Oh, all those. Look, they're they're, they're good quality players, um, but you know they're going to be missing their their first teamers. That their, they're their eleven, twelve, thirteen, and nine basically from last year. So it is a big adjustment. I think a, a pro and a con with Mitch Moses is he can score points in in quick clumps, but if that attacking prowess doesn't happen, like if Parramatta get held in defense for twenty twenty five minutes. And Moses, you know, doesn't have that big burst of clumps. And yeah, he's got those really low scores in him. Um, but yeah, round six to eleven, man, I'm I'm really, really tempted. Also he won't play origin, so you know, he's out round fourteen and round eighteen. Uh, whereas like clear he's gonna be in and out. Heinz could be eighteenth man. Like, so I think I think Moses over that middle period is fantastic. Uh if you wanted to hold him all season long, that'd be, you know, fine as well, because around twenty seven by uh won't affect your head to head finals either. So
1: yeah, I mean, I can see why it's he's four point four percent. You know, he's not. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't touch him if because I'm going Heinz and Cleary. But if he you know, let's if, just say Heinz is um out for three weeks, Mitch isn't the worst. Honest, uh, honestly, idea.
0: If, if his draw was swapped around like that, round six to eleven and round one to five, oh, that could yeah. be closer to twenty percent. Genuinely.
1: Yep. If it, if it, if it was flipped, if that script was flipped and it's just it's for the start of the season, but I'm going to keep an eye on him. Yeah, uh, definitely. Keep an eye for that round 6 uh, to 11 run.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh Jerome Hughes 721k uh 4% ownership last year averaged 68.5. I've got him pegged this year at a 66. Uh, buys in round nine, thirteen, nineteen uh, draft due to lack of halves depth. Uh, as I said, he could be a, a top of the second, middle second kind of guy. I've seen him go that early and he's been going there. He's uh, been going there. Few of my drafts. Yeah. Now with with Hughes, obviously Kiwi in, in a very very prominent side, and he his average does soar without Pappenhausen in the side. And uh, Pappenhausen, uh, another story that we missed. ADO between recordings, uh, he's come out and said that the talk of him returning inside two months is, you know. Optimistic, and I genuinely think he could come back, say around twenty off the bench, and we might get Pappenhausen absolutely dirt cheap next year, which is lovely. Um, but as for Hughes, he definitely benefits with no Pappenhausen there. Uh, when it comes to floor, I mean, it's it's never fun to pay seven hundred and twenty k for a guy who's not the main half in his team, and that's the only thing that I've always struggled with Jerome Hughes. At Munster's going to get more of the touches. Uh, how's Nick Meaney going to bet into the side? You know, they've got a new edge pairing as well um it's just it's definitely one to, to consider It's nothing huge, but um I just think with the the options that we have above these guys uh, and even one man below that we'll talk on i just I'm not saying the value at seven hundred and twenty one k um you know I think we're paying top dollar for him and I don't see him as a keeper and I've reiterated on this podcast a few times if I'm not picking a keeper, I kind of want them to make money or at least hold value and I think Hughes uh could drop a little bit unfortunately but definitely over the origin period could be a handy pickup with St. Moses, for example.
1: Yeah, that's it. I mean, Jerome Hughes, he's, I mean, he's he's a joy to watch. I really love watching him play because he's got um, that, you know, he's he's got the X factor about him. You can just go and you're like, how come he slips through tackles and I just can't believe he got through it. Uh, But yeah, look, he's, uh, for me. I I agree with you. If you're not going to spend up big in in the Hines and and the Cleary, then the only reason you would not go those guys is to save some money. And I just don't think there's enough
0: if no, you go Hughes. I, I agree. Um, I put a few big balls calls on Instagram this morning, and they're not like little spicy hot takes there. They're genuinely huge, huge uh, hits out of the
1: park. It's a big friggin' beanbag sack <laughs> full of um, big balls calls. And,
0: and one of them was Sam Walker to out average, uh, Jerome Hughes. You've got him pegged at a 64. I had Hughes pegged at a 66. I'm probably a little bit higher on Sam Walker than you are, um, you are. but that's only probably two or three points. So it's not huge. But really, really like the idea of Sam Walker and yeah, 623k, I think you're saving, what, 200k on Cleary?
1: Yeah, you're saving better money. That's, a, that's 100k there, isn't it? There's a difference, um, and and that's why it makes a little bit more sense to me. Um, people are probably going to be limiting how many um, chooks they do go with. That's a but...
0: big issue, because if you're going to have cheese, you're going to have Teddy. Uh, if you like the look of Egan Butcher, then can you really afford to have four chooks with a round four buy? Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't reckon I don't reckon no. you can. Uh, that's I, why I'm, I'm iffy with three. I've got three roosters right now, and I don't I don't love that. So adding adding a fourth is just not viable for me. Yeah,
1: it's not viable. And but look, people are taking a punt on him. You can see at eight eight point eight percent, people are like, well, I'm not going to spend this money on um on Cleary or, or I, I imagine it's probably Heinz. Uh, but I reckon Sam Walker, he's going to be mid sixties this year. Uh, I reckon he's improving. That's the other thing too. It's sort of hard to peg what he was going to jump um, this year because I really think he's getting better the more time he spends in first grade. I'd probably say that for Ilias as well this year after having put his full first full season in um, the NRL. So um, yeah, I'm big on I'm big on Sam Walker like you, but I, I'm not. I hate the Roosters and I'm not going to own um, Sam Walker. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna own the other ones like Teddy because you got no choice. If there's other ones, well, and I like Egan Butcher too, so I brought him in. But what,
0: what um, do you what do you think of my Sam Walker over Hughes sort of shout in terms of averages? Obviously, you've got him pegged at sixty four, but would you be shocked if if Walker averaged more? Would you it would be like, oh, look, that that definitely is 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 feasible. No, I think it's fine.
1: Um, you know, we a lot of us are tipping a big resurgence uh, if they stay injury free. I know they've got had a few injuries actually to start this year as well. I feel like the we've old...
0: been saying that for four years, if they stay yeah, injury free.
1: But um, look, I think that the, we think that maybe the Melbourne Storm take a step backwards, a tiny step backwards, and we think it's a, a big step forwards for the Roosters. So I don't think it's too um, unbelievable. Sam Walker, he's got it all the attributes to be a good super coach scorer. He's put on a bit of um, weight as well, so I don't think there'll be as many missed tackles. I think Maybe a few
0: tackle breaks. His goal kicking is probably a few percent better as well, which would you know result in a couple of more points as, as well. Uh, speaking of goal kicking halves, let's wind back the clock to 2012. I mean, we're going to look at Sean Johnson, uh, 456k, currently 1% ownership. Shout out to the 1% of people that yeah, own, the, own SJ.
1: Like 1% of people just couldn't resist the rig. They oh, just that slid photo! Him with the shirt off, the photo, just having a little flex,
0: and they were like, oh, yeah, bro. I've actually got him a, That's a pretty big uptick this year. I mean, last year averaged 43.4. Isn't it outrageous to say 55 this year? That's like 11 points of value. I mean, it is. I think you've you've done your projections based on his rig as well. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. No, I just think I think uh, goal kicking. He should get that back this year. I mean, the Warriors just look a better side this year, and I don't know. Hopefully, SJ has a bit of a bounce back. But buys in round 9, 13, and nineteen. Um, yeah. I mean, I've put here in draft due to lack of. Depth. Okay, I've, I've I've copied and pasted. I was going to say Sean Johnson is not a round two guy. Oh, um, I've, I've seen him I'm, go. I'm reading this on the on the phone here. I'm like. The
1: whisper is grabbing Sean Johnson. In round, in round
0: two? two, no, look, I've seen him go in round sort of six and round six, seven, eight. Uh, I think people are looking at averages from last year. I've said this a few times. When you get down to those dregs of players, you yeah start looking at averages rather than projections. And I think people would look at the average last year of forty three, and you know I've got pegged at fifty five. So I think he could be definitely a little bit undervalued. Um, but yeah, I just think S J probably has. Shit, dare I say it, the most value of any of these halves that we're gonna talk about today?
1: Well, you see, the thing is, he's got he he's super coach royalty, isn't he? Uh so pedigree and, and, well and, and the thing with him is I reckon he's probably the Warriors have lacked a bit of um yeah, you know, I don't know, stiff toughness in their forward pack, which you, I reckon they've added in great players. I think they've got I think good. they've got like a top six forward pack. I reckon they've got a great forward pack this year. So that's what a half like Sean Johnson needs. If these guys are getting him up the field, I reckon he'll do do what he does. The, the thing about him is he's he's not a running half anymore. No, but Is he going to run more this year, do you think?
0: Well, that's the thing. Like how much ball is like Chance going to get and how much ball is like Tomato Martin going to get out the back? So that's probably the only thing. Um, but look, even even still like 43 last year, if he averages, what, two and a half goals a game, that's 10 points. So, I mean, I think there's value there, even even 10 points, and that's not including any uptick in sort of tries assists or anything. So, look, as much as... I so wouldn't I be j-
1: starting with him either because if you see their draw to start... Oh, it's, it's
0: not super, fantastic. But, look, I don't, I don't I don't, hate it. I think, um, you know, SJ, I do probably think he presents them... Oh, probably the next guy presents the most value um, that we talk about. But, yeah, SJ genuinely probably has 10 points of value, but I just think... Halfback is on a position I really want to be stuffing around with this year. If if Hines is fit, big caveat there. If fit,
1: mm, that's right. Ilias is our next bloke on the list. Um, three hundred sixty-three thousand three hundred, which is a real safety. So that's like six hundred k. If you don't go, um, Hines, he's seven point one percent ownership, which is oh, surprises me.
0: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have thought he'd be so high. Yeah, I, th- I was surprised saying 7.1. Um, For anyone that's going to quickly ask in the chat between Johnson and Ilias, uh, asking where Tenor Boyd is, we have done Tenor Boyd on the um, Hooker podcast. So Hooker. if you want to go back and listen to our thoughts on Tenor Boyd, then go for it. But yeah, Ilias at 7.1% seems fucking high. <laughs> It's high. I mean, they've got a hard draw to start the year. I think that is
1: totally a money thing, isn't it? Um, average last year was 35. Um, famously was that game where he got hooked. But I'm going to tell you something. is It shows the medal of the guy because he came back in. Uh, he, they, he, I think he had a really fine um, finals campaign. I reckon he's going to be better this year. I'm not tipping second year syndrome from him. I think he's going to do better this year. Based I, on I, what just, I,
0: saw. I just think people expect these like, 18, 19-year-old halfbacks to come in and just be Fucking good from the start. It's like yeah, yeah. just chill, like give him like two or three years. And I think second you've got year... Cody Walker
1: there as if they're going to give him a giant hand in what they're oh, going to La- do.
0: Cody and latrell are touch- taking all the touches. So, yeah. like, yeah, I think Ilias bounces back. I mean, you've got him pegged for a 16 point uptick this year up to a 51. I do. I do. um I'm having a look
1: at his PPM. I've sort of conservatively guessed because uh, he did have some low some shorter games in there, a couple in last year. So I've I've tipped a, a progression upwards for him um, this year, and it is a big one. As we're both tipping the same sort of jump for uh, both of them, aren't we? Yeah. Um. Sean Johnson and Ilya. So I'm projecting a 51 from him this year, and that and that obviously does mean that there's some value. I mean, just for the record, I think on Boyd we were predicting mid 50s. So you know, it's not the worst shout in the world. I just their draw is um you know pretty hard to start. And while that might not affect someone like Luttrell, I think that could affect um, Ilias. Yeah, I mean, um, I
0: think Luttrell and Cody, they're going to get enough touches to negate the draw, whereas Ilias is the third string. Um, and for, for halfbacks, it's very rare to be the third string in the modern day. So that's probably the the, the knock against him. I mean, with attacking chances against good sides, they're going to be limited. Um, and yep. Latrell and Cody will take a lot of those. So how many chances will Ilias get? But in saying that, um, on the right-hand side there, you, you're going to have uh, Campbell Graham and probably... Isaac Thompson. So it's not a weak edge at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's
1: going to be, and I, I think that he'll be all the better for he's been in his second year of his career, playing a finals campaign. I think he's going to be okay. I just, if the draw was easier and you were going to go him as your second, you know, we go on a Boyd, you know, but I've got, I'm not going to begrudge anyone going, uh, Anilias. Let's talk about the buys. It's around 16, around 20, around 26. That doesn't bother me at all because he's long gone by then, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's made his money, done his job and you've sold him by then. Yep. So you get, you get the early part of the season. Um, he's improved greatly as a footballer on last year. And I expect his second full season for him to improve. um, he's not a goal kicking uh, half and you know, that's Sean Johnson all slot goals and he's a pretty good goal kicker. It's and, and that's the thing about Hughes as well. That sometimes that extra 10 or 12 or 14 points is pretty handy to you, isn't it? So it's um, one of those things he's average. I mean, If he was a good goal kicker, you could just put 10 points onto that. And that 35 doesn't look really as wretched as it did last year. So, um, you know, he he's got a hard draw. Um, he hasn't really translated last year um into super coach unfortunately some of his scores last year let me read them minus
0: out one you. and a zero
1: he got in, he got a minus one and a zero um last oh, year God. and, and he got a 17 and an 18. 18 so if he's still if he hasn't got those out of his game um if you happen to be playing him or have the reserve on him you're going to be shitty
0: yeah big AE nightmare there um if you do pick him and not decide to play him a uh, couple of avoid like the plagues based off this uh, this show. A few of these might end up in our teams. <laughs> Jackson, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Jackson Hastings at five point one percent. I just think he, he is great for NRL fantasy with the kickers and stuff. But for Supercoach, I mean, I think he's just going to yeah be the shovel. I don't see yeah, much. We
1: should have learned what um, his his output is going to be. Pretty much what we saw at the Tigers, isn't it? It's not going to be any better. No, um, probably five point one shocks me really.
0: Yeah, very high, probably the jewel. Four point three percent with Chad Townsend. Is this pe- holy moly? Is this people just trying to target the draw? Like, yeah, I mean, you want to get a slice to Cowboys, but Chad is not the one you go. Two point one percent of Bulldogs fans own Josh Reynolds.
1: Holy moly! I'm just looking at this and going, what? Why? I mean, two where What we look at? Sean Johnson is one percent. Yeah, more people own Josh Reynolds. And more people own Adam Reynolds as well at three percent. Yeah, Adam Reynolds. He's he's injured. He, uh, like it seems like every friggin' week, nearly. Still good for the Broncos, though. I, I think it was a good buy. Yeah, he, he's he's, a, he's an absolute um, ornament to the game, really. In a way, lovely. Um, a um, But
0: I oh, look, you can't. How are you going to go start the season with him? Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. How you can start the season with any of these blokes. I mean, as much as I take the piss out of the one percent of people that own Sean Johnson, him at one percent compared to I don't know. Chad Townsend at four point three is just criminal.
1: Yeah, I mean Chad was the buy of the year last year, really, uh, and I I was poo pooing it more than anyone else. I was like, why the hell would you pay eight hundred for for Chad? Yeah, he's really um, good, really good. Um, let's move on. He's got some got some swag, and and he's he's helped the, the cows, but I wouldn't own him for a million bucks. No.
0: Let's move to five eighths because at the start we have Big Boy Cam Munster. Now with Heinz out Funny. with Hinds out, people are looking at going Grand. I mean, you've mentioned to me that you might consider going Munster. Eight hundred and forty eight K, fourteen percent ownership, which seems yeah. high. Um yeah. last year averaged eighty point six. I've so already pegged it about a seventy eight. I don't think it's gonna go drastically too far. Slight regression, buys in round nine, 13 and round 19 uh, in draft. You know, he's going from anywhere, sort of from pick seven to pick 11. So mid to late first pros, it's Cam Munster. Cons, it's Cam Munster. Uh, he's <laughs> back back on the beers apparently, which, <laughs> oh, how do we feel oh. about that?
1: Oh, I don't know. He, I've seen him in training and he looks, he's he's looking okay. So maybe he he's, um got back into the no beers. Well, a, I don't he, know if that he's, should he's, rule he's,
0: you. I think he's a dad now, so he's probably got to be somewhat more responsible. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, look, he, it's kind of uh, 14% owned. Um, I, I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a slice of. Kev's oh yeah, here. I'm not yeah, monster because he's um nine percent or something. I'm but not saying is- yeah, the 14%
0: is too high. I, I was just confused. I was not, no, no, sorry, I'm not saying the 14% is a bad pick. I was just surprised he was so so high considering someone like um, uh, yeah, yeah Dewey, Dewey do still value
1: in, in these other ones? Yeah, so it's it's. I just thought this is sometimes in Supercoach, it shows you where there's some value picks. And, and Munster, how can you afford a Heinz, a Cleary, a Grant, you know, get your teddies and all of those um, and buy yourself a Munster too? I just,
0: I just think for 14%, with the amount of teams I've seen, I don't think I've seen a Munster team at all. So I was just taking it back by the 14%.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I well, bet, the old uh, Supercoach Sponge on um, Twitter there, he said through a Munster team, um, but I, I haven't seen a heap of them. Uh, I think that... I mean, I I haven't even considered him until the Heinz news, and I was like, well, maybe I can grab a Munster just so that my team doesn't look the same as everyone else. Do you think he gets... Not going to fail you. He'll he'll still average high 70s, maybe That's what I was saying. Like, with
0: with no pap, do you think he just takes a bunch more touches? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door go to blue com and use promo code listen to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more that's code listen at blue com for fifty dollars off your purchase blue nile dot com code listen
1: yeah I think so I think the, I think I, so
0: I think the Man, I looked at Munster early in the preseason when there was talk that he was going to go back to fullback. I was very, oh, very yeah. intrigued then. Um, but him at six, I'm probably not as keen as 14%. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, you can't go wrong with Cam Munster. I don't think he's going to fail you yeah. at all. Yeah, nobody who... You're not going to be able to laugh at a, a Cam Munster owner oh, and no. say, ha, ha, ha,
1: you got it wrong. Money Munster's going to just keep cleaning up points. And look, you've got a no-frills sort of meanie that's come in there to replace Paps. That's one person who sort of takes a bit of um, control, I think it's going to be, you know, Hughes, Grant and and Munster. So, you know, he's going to get his hands on the ball and people are probably like, you take one of those big cogs out of a a team like Melbourne, it's going to fall to the other three. So people are probably optimistic for Munster running the show a bit more, I guess.
0: Now, when you make content, you put out a lot of really, really crap predictions. But last year, my breakout or bounce back player was Dylan Brown, started with him. And I think that was one of the reasons I had such huge success. And boy, 20 point <laughs> increase, 74 average last year. Tell me about bags because this was one I was very, very happy with. I just thought last year, I mean, people ask how you find these value picks. And, and the reason how I came for Dylan Brown was I think he had one try assist and still averaged 50 points a game. So the floor was definitely there. We just need to see a little bit more of attacking output. And we saw it last year. And geez, now he comes in at just under 800K. Yeah, seven hundred and
1: eighty-one thousand three hundred in my very, very first team when the team picker came out. My one treat to myself in my team was Dilma. I do remember this. Yeah, I mean look, and in that um uh in the trial when they were all on deck, he was sizzling hot, wasn't he? He looked good. He got through for that try. I showed the missus on the old Instagram last night a couple of pictures to choose. I, I made a pick between Hallsborough and Tuppany, and she's like what the Oh, you doing? Um, but yeah, she 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 she's going to have dill bags in her team. I guarantee you that much. So he's an absolute star. I don't. I think that he's actually finally realizes he's not a pretender. You, not that he ever was, of course. But he's found his confidence, hasn't he? He, yeah, he looks remember, Almost like he he's an even piece now in what they do. He, birthed, uh, to, he to burst. He burst onto
0: the scene what twenty nineteen, and yeah. then you know people were talking twenty twenty about him getting a million dollar contract, and I was like, well, let's just let's just pump brakes here a little bit um 2021 you know not great and then really really found his feet last year uh you've got him pegged at a 72 this year after a 74 last year um yep. he's just like he just racks up points like he he definitely gets in and amongst the work he'll be a guy that has no attacking output you'll be watching the game thinking fuck Dylan Brown do something and then you check at halftime he's on like 43 points and you're like shit yeah. him that Munster
1: they're the, the same kind of mold they're just great runners aren't yep. they 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 run and they they rack up points in Tackle breaks, line breaks, they're always there to pop up for a try. I think that the in the 5'8 position there, I pre- almost prefer these guys, well, I definitely prefer these guys to the passing ones at the moment because it's all going to the sweeping fullback. Um, but Dilbags, he'll get his points from tries and from tackle breaks and these great runs. I reckon he's going to be in the 70s again this year.
0: Whoa, um, I've, I've just seen your projection for the next person, and you don't have Dylan Brown as the second best 5'8". No, I don't. Oh, spicy! Well, let's talk about the pricing. I've, I've got well. I
1: mean, so Dillbags—it's the same as Moses. They got the hard draw to start, but I'll have my eye on him for round six, won't we? Because yep. though that uh, round six to eleven with Dillbags could be a really nice.
0: Hang on. So, ride. so round six, we're we'll going a price rise in three, four, five. So we will get three price falls.
1: Yeah. If he could, if he could get be if he could be like six
0: fifty, ah, oh, yeah, oh, I'd definitely be tempted. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, the cons expensive uh, early games. Obviously, we've we've said this about the same thing about Moses. But uh, the difference between Moses and Dillbags is Dylan's probably got the the consistency in the and the bottom flooring that um that yeah Moses doesn't have. But let's talk on Dewey because Jesus, you've got him pegged at a seventy three average, which is one point higher than Mister Dylan Brown six hundred and six hundred twenty four k twenty two point two nine percent ownership feels awfully 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 low. Um, compared to someone like a Matt Burton, who I think was at 45% last week. Uh, last year, average 59. This year, we've got him pegged at a 73. Buys in around 7, 13, 17. Uh, you've got here for draft third best 5'8". I'm assuming we need to correct that to be the second best 5'8". Well, um, yeah, I mean... Uh, you're uh, splitting hairs, I'm aren't on you?
1: A, I put it, yeah, I am splitting hairs, because I've got him only one point apart, haven't I? I reckon he's... Um, he's one of those accumulators as well. Like he's different to um, a dill bags, like a running, he, he, you know, he'll drill passes and get a try assist like that. And he's obviously a goal kicker as well, which will get him to that average. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone's gonna. Well, are people going to really in draft grab him before they grab dill bags? I don't think so.
0: No, and I, I don't hate it. I mean, second year back from ACL, we know how big that is for, for players. Yep. So I've got him have doing good things this year. Uh, the cons none really you've put here. Uh, how did the Tigers go this year? Can't be worse than last year, man. If we go worse than last year, I'm I'm giving up.
1: Honestly. I mean, they got to score something like 25, 30 Forty more tries yeah. this year, so he's going to have more tries. This he's going to have more goals. He's got better weapons there. You got Bateman and IPAP on your bloody edges. Yeah, and and we how, saw. And what could you say? The only thing is, is, is if you think he's going to get injured or put back to the
0: centers, that's the only cons
1: really. But that's not going to happen.
0: We, we saw just how good he was against, against the Raiders. I mean, in that trial, he just he just carved his up. He was just so good with the ball, and he looked really good. And he ticked all the boxes.
1: Yep, definitely. Uh, I. And look, I put Price as one of the po- the pros. Um, that's the only thing that would ever make me not go with an out-and-out gun like Munster. Is it's a decent uh, um, enough saving down to Dewey, uh, and I think he's going to average in the 70s. Um, this year, I've tipped him to the 70s. I'm, I, feel- I'm, I reckon he's one of the the most popular ones you can go, I reckon, in the 5A. I
0: feel like we haven't mentioned that uh, that trial on the weekend, mate. No, I mean, come on. The is,
1: <laughs> Fuck, you look, you no, look so um, bad.
0: You look so Rick's- shit.
1: Sticky does not uh care about bloody trials. He's like he tells the lads just go out there and give it 40%. Well, lads. As no. as we
0: know, the Tigers are one of the greatest trial teams of all time and I mean, I, re- <laughs> I remember the standing ovation game against Manly 2 years ago and we won 56 to 4 I want to say and so tr- tr- tr-
1: I'm not tr- panicking, I'm not panicking, but I look I haven't I just you know Fogarty is going to need to get Jack White and up and about to do something. He can't have a he can't be one of those fleety in and out of games players if the Raiders are going to do any good this Seb, year. But Seb, we're odd, aren't we? But he, he did carve us up. Seb Chris,
0: Seb Chris at fullback did not look amazing. Well, he's
1: gonna, he's going to be there in round one. Fuck, really? Because um, Jeez. you know, Rapana has said um, I haven't got the legs now for fullback. He told Ricky, I won't do it. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Um, someone that does have the legs for fullback. What a transition. AJ Brimson, seven seven hundred. Well, six hundred and seventy three k, three percent ownership. Honestly, mm. I could get around this. Uh, last yeah. year, got a 64. This year, I've got him pegged at a 65. Bison around 5, 13, 16 in draft. Got him pegged as a mid-third-round pick. Uh, AJ Brimson, I feel like he's finally like hitting his traps consistently. I mean, he's very been always been up and down. Um, mm. I think it just shows you the faith that Holbrook has in him because Jaden Campbell's meant to be this, you know, a beacon of all light, the promising young fullback that's supposed to take the Gold Coast by storm, but yet Brimson has won the job two years in a row now. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I really like Brimson. I mean, fullback that's going to be available at 5.8. Uh, if you did want to zig against Dewey, I think for the same price, uh, Dewey is 624. Brimson's a tad more expensive. But if you wanted to go pot, I, I don't hate the Brimson shout at all.
1: Yeah, same. I like him as a footballer, uh, Brimson, uh, and they can really turn on some attack. Those Titans, so I reckon he's going to yeah, be. Yeah, there's tried this there's it.
0: this narrative around the the Gold Coast that like people always worry like taking their attacking players, are they going to put up the points? The Titans can score the points with the best of them. I mean, they can, also, yeah. they can also leak them with, with the worst of that. That's, that's the right. Problem. They, they can score 50, but they'll, they'll, the other team will score 56. A, a, you know? a, a classic Titans game just ends with a Titans lost 32-28. Like, they, they can score points. Like, don't, put, don't get that wrong. And Brimson, uh, in the trial, looked really good, was supporting really well through the middle. I think he will really benefit with Tanner Boyd taking it to the line a bit more.
1: Yeah, I think so and uh, look it's just a fullback you can pick in your 58 when um schuster went down I was I was thinking all right well look, do I go to a Burton or I'll I will be different and I'll go with, I'll go a brimson because I'm not I'm not as convinced on Burton but um I reckon he's going to be in for a good year I think he could mid 60 I mean look a fullback you know you're gonna look at him as a 58 because you got to put him in 58 yeah. if you've gonna you have got to if you're going to pick him in uh, fullback, you're going to get no value out of him. Well, that's the um, thing.
0: If you're looking at his projected average of sixty-five and you stack him up against the best fullbacks in the game, it's it's not close. Um, But the best half, the best five eights in the game, I think he definitely stacks up there or thereabouts. Do you
1: think, like, um, have we got Ponga on here? We do, we do. Well, we'll we'll talk about whether, I mean, you can get Ponga for a couple of hundred K cheaper if you think he's going to do anywhere in the ballpark.
0: Yes, yes. Um, Thomas Dearden, I remember back in round two or three, I think Dearden had a couple of good scores and someone messaged me. They were like, oh, should I buy Dearden? And I'm just like, no, (laughs) go away. (laughs) And then average 58 in the end. Really? Good. Yeah, well,
1: that's it. Yeah, it was his career year, wasn't it? Um, really, it's uh 50, 80 He sort of uh finally a coach showed some faith in him, and 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 he's next to an experienced half, and he and he flourished. I reckon last year, six hundred and twelve thousand three hundred for him. He's two point eight percent owned. You can see these little couple of percent of people that just taking a pun on a cowboy, yeah, um, because of their nice um draw. Uh, look, I'm projecting him for a 60 average this year. And I don't know, is that value at 612? We think AJ brisson's going to get a 65 for 673. So you've got to kind of work out a value for dollar. Um, would I be happy to, I reckon Ponga for 400 is probably going to average 60. So that's yeah, why I'm, I'm Oh, did
0: you know? I think with Dearden is like, if you're buying him, you've got to trade him out sort of round six, round seven. I'm not too sure if I'm confident to hold him. Through through tough draws. Um if I was taking a punt, yeah, the good draw, but you're basically locking yourself into a trade here, which I'm never a huge fan of at six hundred
1: K. Nah, not for me. Um the buys in round fifteen, round nineteen, round twenty-four. So, you know, having a few cowboys in your team is good um business, probably, with their draw and the fact that they don't have early buys. You just gotta find the right ones. Uh, in draft, you know, it's it's a it's a halfback crisis, you know, so I don't know when he's gonna go, but he's sort of like a you know, sixth or seventh in the five-eight position. So, if I lost Munster, Dillbags, you know, Dewey, even probably Burton, I, I get to a point where I just go, I throw that position in the bin if there's nothing else good in there. And I don't know if I'd be making a selection in the five-eight position with Deed and when there, I reckon there'd be heaps better players on the on the board. Yeah. So I'm not rushing to get him if if, if we're down to that point in the five-eight position. I might as well just take a Schuster who's going to probably do the same, you know? Um, look, he's pros are that he's found his feet in first grade. Um, the cows draws or draw of the Raiders, the Broncos, the Warriors, the Titans, the dogs, the dolphins and the Warriors again. Oh, and then the Knights that's beyond a good draw. That is an amazing draw. So, so for all of you people that are draw people, like I'll get that. We were, we were harping on about that with the eels. So, How could you not want a piece of that draw? Whatever his best is, I reckon Dearden, whatever the best he's going to do is going to be in this um, opening draw. Um, Cons, he he doesn't really have a huge ceiling if you look at him. He's
0: the same price as an Adam Dewey pretty much. Yeah. Uh, What what are we even talking for? I'm not seeing much upside. Um, Cody Walker, 602k. 6% 6% ownership, uh, last year averaged 57.3, which was a bit of a drop-off. Um, I went and had a look at his historic scores without Adam Reynolds, and they weren't fantastic And his season last year, backed that up. Um, this year, I got him pegged to a 62, which is a five-point uptick, uh, buys in around 16, 20, and 26 uh, draft. I got him sort of late fourth, early fifth. Now, with Cody Walker, you know, the pros are, it's Cody Walker. He has a 200-point game next to his name for Supercoach, and that was before PVL Ball. Uh, he had the record before Turbo and, and Cleary blew it open. So he definitely has that. Um, he is a speed player, but he's getting on. But he does have Luttrell outside him, which is always handy. Uh, I think another pro for him is uh, another season with Ilias, building that combination and, and a fit Trell also definitely helps as well. So much, much of, uh, you know, positive for him that they attacked on the left side, which is Cody's side. Uh, definitely points are going to be there. The cons are a uh, really, really tough draw to start the season. Does have a super low floor in him. Um, we've seen with Supercoach over the last couple of years that the the 5'8 for the halfbacks don't really get those try assists. It's more the sweeping fullback out the back. So is that taking points away from Cody? It, it seems like it. I, I do think there's five points of value, but I'm not really keen uh, with the pretty tough draw to start the season.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. I've always loved owning Cody Walker. and On the old same game, Multis, whenever Souths are up on a on a decent matchup, you slide him in, don't you? And AJ for three. Um, That's just the way it is. He He's a try scorer and he always pops up. He's a will of the wisp kind of player. But like you said, uh, it's the sweeping fullbacks that get it. I was going rank last year over, you know, he, he'd do these beautiful wraparounds and then cut out a bloke and get absolutely drilled by the defense. And then they give it to just the catch and pass setup. But that's the way super coach is now. We, we've become a bit of a last touch game. So um, 600K for Cody. Um I just reckon we've we are seeing a steady decline since the exit of uh, Reynolds. You have got the hard draw. The next bloke on the list is probably one if you're going to take a punt, I reckon this is probably a better punt.
0: And speaking of punts, biggest boot in the game, Matt Burton, 594k, 33% ownership. That's come down. Popular. That's come down a lot. I think it was at 43 44 uh, about a week ago. Uh, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm not sure if that was the impressive performance of doing the trial or people just getting FOMO, but uh, you talk about Dylan Brown being in your very first iteration. Matt Burton was sort of in mind. He really hasn't been back since. Um, you've got him pegged at a sixty-eight. I mm. uh, don't know. If, You're if, gonna yeah. Down high. Sixty-five, maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe sixty-five. Maybe. But tell me about Burton. Well, look, Burton. Yeah, he had a fifty-seven average last year. Um, the re- main reason I'm putting in there is even just try assist to kick out. You know, like he's got to get some more stuff this year. He's got some more um, decent people that have come in. He's got a well, – I mean, actually, I've, I've been a bit um, anti-Marnie as well, but his service off the ground made a, I think we looked – I've always said I thought JMK was probably better than Marnie was showing in his uh, end of his career uh, at the Eels, but I think when, what I saw of him in the Dogs, he really complimented him. So I think that the couple of additions are going to help Burton so that he's not relied on so for so much in the team um last year they were in so much trouble at times that all he was was that big boot remember that like he just would take no runs or anything he just keep keep booting that ball and it's like all he was was a kicker um i reckon he's gonna i've I've just done a little bit of sums on what i think his ppm could do um and who he's got in the team with him i think he's going to be yeah
0: mid 60s at us oh he's value i'm not i'm not saying he's not value i just think pushing seventy is. Oh boy, I, I mean, I'm I'm anti potting him, so I really hope not. I'm Really hoping it stays around. Yeah, I 57. reckon he
1: he might. I don't know whether he starts slow and finishes strong. I don't know what order it's going to come in, but I think they're going to find their. their oh, there'll group. be waves. It
0: it's yeah. it's not it's not going to be a consistent 68. It'll be a 30 and a 140. Like it's going to be very up and down. Um, I mean, the pros you've you've said it. The price is really nice, and they've had some good purchases to the club. Uh, the cons, you know, he's had some very low scores in him: a 20, 23, 27, 28. So if the Bulldogs do go missing, which you know the Sharks really shut them out in that trial, um, so there definitely is still going to be some room for growth, and I think it yeah, does. I think
1: I did this before I saw that game, and I realised um, how much they still have to work on for gelling. I guess I think in a perfect, if they maybe in a, maybe next year his average is sixty eight.
0: Maybe, <laughs> maybe I just yeah. I think it comes down to Hayes Parham. To be honest, I think um, how much Hayes Parham clicks in this in this attack will definitely help uh, Burton. But it's definitely one to see, and I am very happy to sit on the sidelines and hopefully watch him crash and burn. Uh, um, Kalen Ponger, five hundred and thirty k five uh, hundred and thirty k. Yes, uh, ownership. I've got thirty three percent here, but I think that's Burton. So while I am waffling away, Ada, if you want to pull up. Ponga's uh, ownership yeah. for me. Um, does have the handy jewel upgrade. That's been something that's happened between uh, the last time you and I have spoken. Has finally gotten the, the 5.8th update. Uh, and last year, average 50.4. This year, I've been pegged at a 62. Buys in rounds 10, 14, and around 19. In draft, you know, you could probably have him as late as sort of round six, but now with the new jewel, he could be pushing late third, early, early fourth. Ado, what's your ownership?
1: 4. 10.4. So. That's pretty low. Pretty low for, low for, what for Ponga. I well, I mean, um, I think that that's probably jumping every day since yeah. we heard the Schuster news. It's probably just tempered now that we've heard the Katoa news. Well, that's, so. that's
0: the thing. I mean, with this news that, that Schuster's out, a lot of people did jump on the Ponga train. I was one of them. I think I, I made an iteration of my team with Ponga in there. And uh, the big pros are that beautiful early draw. I mean, they have a fantastic draw. Uh, it's it's Caelan Ponga. He's had averages of 17 years gone by. Um, you know, he's, he does have the huge ceiling and, and you know, could, could be the making of a good 5.8 if he has the time. The cons are it looks like he's not going to be goal kicking, which is going to be a, a big hit for his sort of average if, if Jackson Hastings is the one kicking. How much touches are Lockie Miller at the back to be taking from Ponga as well? And also, we, we, we can't really not talk about the defensive liabilities. I think he'll be racking up uh, Plenty uh, in missed tackles, minus five, sure. minus six points a game in missed tackles.
1: Yeah, and there's also that risk. Um, you know, he's going in the front line so that he doesn't get as many head knocks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean there the, gotta be a
1: chance of cop a whack in the head in, in that
0: front line. The Magic Sponge mentioned it on on his podcast, the, the NRL physio about this, the amount of concussions, and I feel like we're not talking about that with KP. And um, yeah, definitely more susceptible. But five hundred and thirty k. Now available at 5.8, um, yeah, I think, I, I don't hate well, it. I would, think you with,
1: go, would you, so we, we're going Dewey instead of Monster because it's a good saving. Would you go down and have Ponga as, you, as your main one with a Katoa on the bench? Would you get no, that cheap?
0: I, I don't think I can trust Ponga as my 5.8, 1, um, but I could definitely trust him as my 5.8, 2. Uh, and basically I'm only trusting him for the first five weeks because of that sort of golden draw and then oh, ho- yeah, nice ho- draw. hopefully sell, sell to to Schuster when he's back. Yep. Ezra, ma'am, ma'am, five hundred and eighty. I was shocked
1: when I heard his price. I was like, "Oh, he must have gone alright last year." Yeah, you know, um, good old ma'am, uh, five hundred and eighty-three thousand six hundred. He's only one point six percent owned. That feels like I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is high. I mean, for five hundred and eighty-three. You know, we're we're projecting him lower than Ponga, so just go Ponger and, and save some money. Yeah. Um it's gotta be Broncos fans, is not it? He's average with fifty five. I've got him for a fifty nine um this year. The buyers are not are gonna be too much of a worry. Around sixteen, round nineteen, round twenty five. You pro well, I mean he's at a price where five hundred and eighty three you're gonna try to get it. Hopefully he makes money and you get him to Munster. No,
0: I, I don't just, know. I just, I just don't see don't I not it. See it. I, like I don't know. Like maybe uh, i I I see this going one of two ways. I don't think there's going to be a middle here. I think he's either going to kill it with Reese Walsh or Reese Walsh is going to take all these touches.
1: Yeah. Um, look, he's got that's a pro. He's no no um, early buys. Uh, he actually, I looked at him. He had a 13 uh, points against the Melbourne Storm, and his next lowest game was 36. I reckon that's
0: a pretty good floor. That's not bad, you know for for yeah, for, be- for a, a non-goal kicking attack reliant half uh, five
1: eight. Yeah. Second year, first grade. So I think I say the same thing about him and Ilias. I don't think he's going to get worse this year. I think he's going to get better. Um, And, you know, that floor is probably one of the better ones uh, in that, in that position. Um, The cons, we haven't seen a ceiling on him um, so far. And, you know, we know that Dewey has that. We know that Burton has that. We know that Dillbags has that. We know that Ponga has that. I just don't think he's got a ceiling in him. That um, is anything that you want to spend that kind of money on, unfortunately. Um and you know are you going to take him ahead of Burton?
0: Like yeah, I mean that's the issue. Even even you know, I don't, I don't love Burton this year, but that's right. I There's love, a him, punt. More, I love both him more of those, than those
1: are, Yeah, both of those guys are a punt for whatever reason. Um, but I, I would rather I, I could see myself taking a Burton punt. I just couldn't do it with Ezra Man.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Now, uh, gift from the gods himself, Wayne Bennett, the classic supercoach killer, who doesn't play rookies, who loves the old guard. Has said, fuck it, Milf, you ain't playing champ. And has dropped Milford in favor of Isaiah Katoa at 216k. Why is he not 200k? I don't know. He's never played. Yeah, I know. That's why Why is he not 200k? But 216k, 25.8% ownership. Expect this to be, hot, hot take, 45% by Tuesday.
1: Yeah, mate. Let's just hope it happens, eh? Let's just hope it happens, because I oh, had Ponger po- pong in my team for 15 minutes.
0: Can you imagine if Wayne's leaked this to the press,
1: and then on Tuesday just named Milford oh, anyway? It's so Wayne. It is. <laughs> it is so Wayne. And, like, we're going to have to go and break it, because we've just gone, Schuster's out. What do we do? Oh, Katoa's in. So what, I put him yeah, straight we'll... in and, go, and I've even made a couple of dollars here. This is fantastic. We're going to have to break our teams on Tuesday, because... I mean, it's like uh, it, it is. It's not as bad as um, watching Wayne drop Boyd. You know, like we, we that would have been unbelievable. We will, all would have just died of shock.
0: Yeah, you know, it, feel, it feels like it, it, feel, really it feels like, it feels like the same. Filter. But yeah, yeah, average last year, uh, none. Uh, this year, you've got him pegged at a fifty-six, which fuck that feels high. But I mean, he's definitely promising. I think the big cons with him is the fact that. The Dolphins, I just don't see them putting up points, to be honest. Yeah,
1: about. the Dolphins are shit. He, he could actually just be right on the button 50. Look, when he came in on, on the trial, I think that's why he's in there. And, and uh, Milford isn't. He came on, looked great, and got a, got all the attacking points in that try. It was pretty much all in one place. So all he's got to do is a couple of those a game. He doesn't look like a shrinking violet to me, so I think he's going to get out there and, and um, give it a go. And, he but, looks like a real talent. I, I, buying... I reckon... Barring, first year, he looks more talented than Ilias to me. He scored thirty-five. Yeah.
0: So. Barring um, barring job security issues, we're gonna have an unlim we're gonna have an unfazed run to basically get him at his peak because his first buy is in round sixteen. So we're basically we are gonna get as much time as we need to with Katoa to to eventually cut him when he's made some cash and you know, boy, hopefully, you know, upgrade him to, to someone decent. Uh the pros, no early buys, as we've said, does have the jewel. You know, price and timing of his selection with Schuster out makes him a near must have, which is so true. I mean, Schuster, we got the news a couple of days ago. Everyone had about a 12 hour period where they were like, shit, what do we do? And then, yeah, basically had that Katoa news yesterday, which is absolutely huge. Uh, yeah. The cons, you've put none, which I feel is probably probably not true. <laughs> I think there's a few. Well, cons. I mean, job security, but I mean.
1: Oh, I mean, he's yeah. a bottom price cheapie. So, I mean, let's just say he comes in, he plays game one, and. Not that we're ever going to reserve him or anything. We're going to just have him in there. What if he gets dumped in game two or three? We can, it's close enough to just go back to Schuster.
0: That's that's the thing. It's not terrible. There's
1: no way from a super coach point that if you start with, if he's uh, picked on Tuesday to to come out for the Dolphins, that there could be any um, downside to it. Yeah, no, 100%. People are going to say, oh, well, I'm really scared about the job security and the Dolphins suck. Well, Halves in uh, bottom price, cheapy halves are like unicorns, mate. If you get one, you know if you you you, you got to take them when you get them.
0: I also feel that that's a, that's a really good point to address because I feel like a lot of people when they pick their teams, they're expecting everyone just to average seventy five. Like people are like, oh, this player's weak. I was like, well, yeah, because not everyone's going to be a gold mine. Like that's we have big squads of twenty five. That's not how it works. And same with you know picking players with with issues. Like not everyone is going to be risk free. So there is going to be issues. So you do make a good point there. Um, let's talk about some avoid like the plagues. And why the fuck is 9% of people owning Drew Hutchinson? What the hell is this? I think, 9%? He, I think he is near bottom dollar, but still like 9%. Jesus Christ. And what the hell? I mean, he's, he probably will
1: get a run in there 17 off, off the bench, will he? As I mean, a with,
0: utility. with Luke Keery having, um, you know, not fantastic issues with head knocks. <laughs> I mean, no, it, Maybe, yeah. I mean, because
1: I would have thought they would have gone with Turpin. I mean, it probably means good things for cheese if it's if it's Drew Hutchinson on the bench, but how the hell is somebody putting him in your team? That's crazy. Okay, I,
0: I, can, I can understand 9% over with Drew Hutchinson. I can understand that way more than 6% of people with Cody Nicarima.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, too. I mean, what's going on? I feel like I'm like... Is there already ghost teams in there? You've, 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 the, you you've can never pick Cody Nicarima even when he had a better role in the team.
0: I remember, I think it was... I want to say last year, the year before, um, he was like he—he he looked pretty good for two weeks. Everyone jumped on, and I think he got dropped the, that that week. And I think the, he was—he got dropped the week everyone bought him. Um, <laughs> you've got here Cooper Johns at three point three percent as a avoid like the plague now. Yeah. Oh, tell me about. Oh, fuck, I, could, I mean, I could see a surely world. Surely Schuster comes
1: back in. He's got to come back, does in. he? <laughs> well, does he? Are you gonna Are you gonna have um, Johns in your team? Are you gonna risk? Oh, him? I'm
0: not. I'm the fucking stupid. But uh, Andy <laughs> Sebold could be.
1: Yeah, I mean, people that is people who say, oh, I don't rate Josh Schuster, He looks shit in the six. He should be, someone floated that he should be a 13, Josh Schuster. But you can still do ball play from the 13. Uh, I actually wouldn't hate God. that, to be honest. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't hate it either. But yeah, but, look, I, I and think... I thought John's looked terrific. Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. But if these guys, I mean, Bo Stock was getting the run and everyone's got him in their team. Unless they upgrade him to the 30-man squad, he can't be picked for round one. So... It's a short stay, you know, logically we think it's a short stay.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, I would I was so much
1: into um, Schuster, I, I, and, and it was always, he was sitting behind four and for this six.
0: Imagine oh, if he got knifed, <laughs> if he got knifed by Cooper Johns. Oh, I can't wait for us to do our preview at, uh, round three when we're sitting here at seven o'clock on Tuesday and we just see Josh Schuster in the number 15 with Cooper yeah, Johns in the oh, six.
1: mate, and I'm just like, these 3.3
0: 3 geniuses. Oh, yes. Uh, Tyrant Wishart at 2.9%. Not a lot more to say here. Just don't. Nah, off the bench, guys. And if... a soft spot in my heart for drafts, because I always feel like I have this bloke in draft. It's Jack White at 2.6%. Oh, for Jackie cl- boy. For classic. Hey, if, no.
1: if anyone could look like they're having a, a nap on, on the field, you see him in that trial. <laughs> he, he did not want to be there. Nah, it doesn't look good, eh, hey, to me. No, it doesn't. But that's not, is... not pumped as a Raiders fan. We've got a really soft draw. And even... um. Even if everything is swimmingly, like dally M um, White and average
0: 50s, I yeah, think. Yeah, he's never been prolific. As much as he looks good on the eye for black super coach, you'd, you'd look at Jack White and look how he plays and think this guy's a tackle-busting machine, but he only does it once or twice a game. But anyway, that is the halves done. Uh, this is Saturday, so if we can get our, our, our Centre Wing podcast uh, research done, we'll do that Tomorrow.
1: I've already done my own. Fullbacks. Let's, not, let's not pretend I don't do my no, own it,
0: work it, it's, it's me. Fullbacks Monday. Live first episode live on Tuesday. Uh, and then we're straight into the swing of things. We might do, maybe if Ado's free, maybe we might do a team reveal on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, far out. It's uh, It's been a long preseason, but we finally got there. Uh, many, many podcasts done. We've got two more to go and then we're going to rip yeah, into to the preview. Um, the center wing will be a fun one to
1: chat on. Um, we're not going to, obviously, this way too many for us to all discuss, but I like the ones that you've handpicked out, and there'll be a lot of really good ways that people can go about it. I don't know oh, how to do there's, I, mean. there's been a few. I, have, I have a few different weird ideas in the center wing and as me, well.
0: Me right now, I do, definitely. Um, there's been a few halfbacks we missed today, like DCE, for example. I mean, you know, if turbos fit, I really love DCE. Um, so there's, there's a few that we haven't touched on today. Sean O'Sullivan as well is another one, but we can't cover everyone. But use your common sense. Uh, but anyway, it's been the Dual Position Podcast. We'll be back, fingers crossed, maybe tomorrow. If not, uh, I don't know. We'll try and get it done tomorrow.
1: Oh, there's nothing to watch today, so just jump on and pump in some notes. You don't yeah. have to make them really great notes. You'll All be right. Right.
0: All right, All right, guys. Thank you very much. We will see you uh, tomorrow, hopefully, uh, for the Centre Wing Podcast. Farewell.